What's your favorite alcoholic beverage? If you love being in a girl group, this is totally for you. Some people call us overwhelming. Yeah. Love it or leave it, we don't care. No, but we want you here. Yeah. Welcome, Welcome to you. you. <laughs> Can, Can sip, sip with us. us. I'm Ashley. I'm Colleen. What up, Call. sip squad? Hey, hey, what? sippers. What are you sipping on, Kalski's? I got. I'm double fisting today. I'm a double fister, soul sipper. Stop. You yeah. are. Okay. Yeah. Well, in one hand, you got your basic cup of water because I've been dehydrated. I traveled Same. for work this week, and I know I'm oh, very dehydrated. That, that airplane airman. Oh Altitude yeah. will get you. Mm-hmm. Well, and then also my bad habits of not intentionally remembering to drink water. I'll, it'll just, I won't drink water when I'm traveling. And then all of a sudden I'm like, I'm so thirsty. Yeah. And when you're thirsty, it's too late. It's too late. It's exactly right. Yeah. yeah. Your body's already dehydrated. Okay. What's your, in, what's in your other hand? Your other I've fist. I've got my other fist. I've got Kavita. My tummy's been feeling a little rocky. So I oh, got yikes. Kavita yesterday at the store, apple mm-hmm. cider vinegar tonic with live mm-hmm. probiotics, turmeric, ginger. See, I got going on here. I've had that and one actually. I think it's good. I'm tr- speaking of habits. I used to be past Colleen was in this real good habit of every morning because I heard it was good for you and I just believed that and I <gasps> liked it. I would uh-huh. drink hot water with lemon juice, yep. apple cider vinegar, honey, and a dash of cayenne. And I and? really was loving that and I have not been doing it and I want to do that. And this back. felt like a step in the right direction with the apple cider vinegar. In you here. know what? I have heard that as well. And I feel like we should hold each other accountable to that okay, because then. I feel like I need to do it. I've heard uh, like apple cider vinegar is supposed to be like a, you know, it's kind of like coconut oil where it cures everything it feels like. Yeah. Oh yeah. But it's supposed to be really good for you. Lemon water is supposed to be really good for you. And I have wanted to do that as well. I've never really incorporated it fully into my routine. Yeah. But I feel like we should do that and we can hold each other accountable. And guys, Sip Squad, if you guys want to join us in this, let's check in with each other. You know? When do we start? Well, I, I think we should supplies. just. Yeah. Yeah. Fair. Okay. Monday. Okay. Monday. Get your supplies are, this weekend. Oh, wait. Are, shoot. Put These people are listening to this on Tuesday. Well, um, they got to get their supplies today. And they yeah, got their day get behind. Your supplies today. And then you're starting. And then you're, yeah, you're already, you're behind the eight ball, folks. So. You know what? Tell you what. Have two of them today, okay? Catch up. Make up. You know what I mean? What are the, yeah. co- what are the consequences if we don't? Nothing. <laughs> Remember how we, we were like, hey, let's go vegetarian for October. And then we didn't. Oh, there God. were no consequences for that. What this should be the consequences for this? The podcast ends. Yikes. So everybody loses. <laughs> if, we, if we miss a drink, everyone yes. loses. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I think it has That's to be that serious. If we're serious tough... about this, let's get serious. That's a, Those are, yeah. Okay. Failure wow. is not an so option. So we need to, you know what we need to do then? We need to be checking in on stories to really show vis- visual proof. Hey guys, we're drinking this this morning. The apple cider vinegar, lemon, honey, cayenne, whatever, hot water challenge. Yeah, I don't think I'm going to do starts. cayenne, but I'm going to do water, lemon, apple cider vinegar, honey. Those are the key things anyway. Yeah. Cayenne's for I'll do style. Cayenne. Flair. Yeah. It's supposed to you speed know. up your metabolism, right? Oh, that's good. But I feel yeah. like my metabolism's fast right now. Just oh, cinnamon! Because of the I used to add eating. cinnamon to it too. Oh, cinnamon would be tasty. It's kind of like. About, a... What are your thoughts on adding whiskey? 
positive. Does <laughs> I still have the positive. cleansing properties? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That's what Didn't I'm you thinking. know it's like coconut oil, apple cider vinegar, whiskey. Whiskey. Anything Honestly, that's well, put whiskey in your I, hair, got dry skin, I, whiskey, yeah, right, you know, the whole right. thing. I got a cold, which you guys will hear. I'm feeling much better, but there's just this, mm. I, I have the smoker cough now. You know, Ooh, yeah. And I thought the other day, I thought when I was feeling at my lowest, m- most miserable, I thought, do you think a shot of whiskey would help this? You know, because yeah. I feel like that's the cure all for like our grandparents. I Did actually at one point with no, I didn't. I didn't. I thought, well, maybe not. But at one point, people said they used to rub alcohol on like lots of our parents and grandparents used to rub alcohol on our baby's teeth, like on us when we were teething. Oh, wow. I did that to Rev one time. I rubbed tequila on her gums. And? She still cried. Yeah. It didn't solve it. didn't solve anything. <laughs> but I just, you know, you just like dip it in and rub it on. Um, it actually feels like torture probably because who wants, I mean, tequila's not great. Yeah. And their taste buds are so strong. Like are they? tequila, right? Isn't that the thing? Like kids know. are super picky when they're little because their taste buds work way better than ours. Oh, and I had no way. This never heard. And this they're before. also just—I don't know if this is an urban legend. Someone fact check this. But I heard that oh. taste buds are really strong when kids are little, and so in addition to them figuring life out and that, yeah. the ups and downs of that, they also legit taste things way stronger and differently than we do, and we kill our taste buds over time through yes. life and too much whiskey and so a lot of things like i think the older you get the more like hot sauce you need or spice or you're like dumping oh, things yeah. on because you're just yep. your taste buds are done you know diluted wow okay what are i you have no idea on? but that does make sense i don't um, know so if I've that's my- if that's a lie it's a really good one yeah let's that stick check, with it. actually guys like don't fact check, check it just leave it out. leave it alone let's start yeah, that yeah. one if it's yeah. not so I've got my water in the one hand like you, and yeah. then I have coffee uh, in the other because it. I do want to tell you guys about a creamer. Now, if you follow me personally on social media then you've and, and you watch my stories, then you've heard about this. But there is a creamer. It is by Silk, you know, the brand Silk, but it's oat milk creamer. Okay, you would love this because if I remember your favorite Ben and Jerry's flavor is oatmeal cookie. Yeah, they discontinued it. Well, guess what? This creamer company, you can get it at you can get You sound what? like an ad. Uh-huh. You <laughs> can get like it an ad. So we have a Sprouts here. I don't know what the maybe New Seasons would have it, but also at Target. My Target has it. It is they have a I'm I got the vanilla one. But I've had the oatmeal cookie, and the oatmeal cookie one is bomb. I thought, oh, I'll try the vanilla just to see. The oatmeal yeah. cookie one is hands down the best. Do you do creamer in your coffee? Or you do black. I do cream. I do cream because I got the same coffee this. machine as you, and I wanted the foam. And I got. Yes. I actually did see your stories, and I've been looking for that. I have not been able to find it. Um, have you found I'm it? Cont- have you checked at Target? Yes. But I'm going to go to another. I'm not going to stop Check another. The Don't hunt. give up. Don't but you dare give up. Here's the critical question. On your stories, it said it would froth like a boss. That's important to me. I have not yes. found a non-milk situation. Oh, it froths, froths, baby. It the vanilla one big too? time. I didn't froth vanilla, but I did the oatmeal cookie, and that one froths in that Keurig frother, big time. Okay, all right, it's great. Cool. Okay, yeah. good. I'm sold. I will try that. We have a lot of hangover topics for hey, next week. I have week. one really quick. John and I started watching, because you've talked about this show several times, Succession. I yeah. gave it a run, what, six months ago or something. John and I watched a couple episodes. We just weren't into it. And then you kept talking about it, kept bringing it back. And I said, John, we really got to we gotta revisit yeah. this. And? We have revisited. We are one full season in. It is a good one. 
Do 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 do. God, yeah. Kendall Roy, the Roys, they're oh, such a hot it. mess. Um, I will say it is a very smart Shiv. show and it moves very fast. So I feel like a dumbass watching it a lot of times because I'm like, yeah. what is going on? This is above my pay grade. But uh, I'm still in. Yeah. And sometimes I don't know what's going on. And then like three episodes later, I'm like, oh, that's what happened. Like yeah. it comes together later, you know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I felt that way the first couple episodes of season two and then yeah. about and then it just picks up and you're all in. Check back in with me when you finish season two. There's only two okay. seasons. Oh, there I can't is? Wait to, oh, okay. Yeah, I can't wait. Season two is what just won the best show at the Golden Globes for drama. Yeah, we're only I, I think we've only watched one episode from that from season two so far, maybe two. Oh, you're going to die. You're going to die. Check back in with me. I can't wait yeah. to hear what you think of season two finale. Um, the characters kind of- are really awesome in yeah. that. Oh, yeah. Uh, who's your favorite character? Um, Tom. Yeah. I like him and I really like Greg. Yeah. Tom and Greg. Tom and Greg are the best. You can't have – what's their thing? You can't have oh, – hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I got to get it. Guys, this is going to get X-rated. Don't put this on – Put your tell your kids earmuffs. There's one episode where it's Tom's bachelor party and – he gets a hall pass or whatever and he can hook up with someone. And so he goes to this, he's at this place. I mean, I don't think this is spoiler alert, but it's just so funny to me. And he's bragging about, okay, yeah, I just, this girl, she, she just went down on me and he was like, and then she came up and we started making out and she spit my load in my mouth and I swallowed it. (laughs) And then everyone was like, what? You swallowed your own load. He's like, yeah, man, kinky. And I just, and he just didn't even get it. Like how, I mean, that sounds disgusting. And he, it was, he was just so proud. He thought it was just so kinky and so wild and like, look at me. And he's like, and that's not really cheating then technically. Right. Because nothing, anything that came out of my body went right back in. So it's just like so funny and it's not a comedy, but those characters are good. But that's the thing. It kind of has it all because it's, I should it's apologize funny. to your mom right it's now. It's smart. Sorry. It's dramatic. Sorry, Mama for telling that story on this. Oh, she's there. fine. She's laughing. I'm, I guarantee <laughs> it. Oh, I can't find it. It's something about a sandwich. It's like you can't have gray, like an egg without a Greg or something. I can't. Is that part of the show? Like yeah, they said it's that? really oh, funny. Maybe it's in I'm season gonna, two. I don't know if I've got to that oh. part yet. It's so funny. They're so funny. Because Tom was kind of an asshole to Greg at first, and then they started becoming friends, right? Seemed like they started. I don't know where they're at now. Anyway, guys, go check it out. If it's a little bit slow for you in the first couple episodes, it was for me as well. Stick with it. That's my hangover on that. Yeah, good, good, good. Okay, we also have a hangover from the favorite baby products. Thank you to Mm. Hannah, who sent some legit baby things that I think are really helpful. Someone, right, this is actually going to be something relevant for today. Someone, this Hannah had a breastfeeding journey where her nipples were really tender and sore and she had to get mm-hmm. stitches. Yes, that's Whoa. right. She recommended the silver nursing cups. Uh-huh. Silverettes. 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 She wrote indestructible books, chew-proof, rip-proof, non-toxic, and washable. Indestructible books. That's like a brand of board books. Cloth diapers. I did recommend those and for like burp rags and Mm -hmm. all kinds of things. But then she also recommended, and this is legit, the taking care of babies sleep classes and following taking care of babies on Instagram. It's like taking C-A-R-A 
the mm-hmm. name Kara Babies. She has helped me a lot with sleep well, training. She? I just yes. finished her zero to five month or something course last night. Yeah. Cool. Thank you, Hannah. I think I'll talk about it in a future episode, maybe. I don't know. I mean, you can't really say too much, but it'll be what you need to know, I think. But yes. And the reason that I did that was because tons of moms that I know have recommended it and said it was like amazing for them. So yes, taking care of babies. I will say though, not everything I guess works for everybody. I bought the Silverette cups because people said what she said, that they're amazing. For me, I don't love them. Um, Mm. they seem to like irritate my nipples. So I'm going to return them. They're expensive. They're like 50 or 60 bucks on Amazon because they're uh, pure silver, like these little cups that you put over your nipple. Yeah. And it's supposed to have like natural healing properties. The silver does, but they kind of irritated mine. I feel like, I don't know. So I would say anything you buy, you should buy, if you can buy it on Amazon prime because then you can return it so I do plan on returning those but they they were had glowing reviews on Amazon so you know what works for one person doesn't work for the other what works for one baby but that's you know you just try everything just trying them all exactly right speaking of trying them all how about trying all the wine on the planet all the wine first leaf Guys, when we set out to start a podcast, you know, I never dreamed in my wildest imagination that we would be sponsored by a wine company. But here we are. Dreams come true every day, and we're about to make your dreams come true. Mm -hmm. Because here is how you can save money on award-winning wine that you are guaranteed to love with First Leaf. It is unlike other wine clubs that guess about your favorite wines. Uh -uh Uh-uh-uh, not First Leaf. Mm -hmm. They Mm -hmm. use your feedback and ratings. You take a quiz, tell them what you like. They send you your first box. And then every time you get a new shipment, you can review the wines and they'll continue curating to find your favorite. Mm. I mean, they're just going to explore your taste buds and get you to taste in that wine like a baby would taste it. You know, speaking of those extreme, I mean, they know you better than you know yourself. (laughs) They do. (laughs) I'm going totally off script here, but that is, I'm not lying. We're passionate. And here's the other thing that you're going to freak out over. They've cre- created an introductory six-pack of wine for $29.95. No Seriously. Way. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. A six-pack wow. for $29.95. And these wines, guess what? They normally go for $20 a piece. You oh, heard yeah. me right, folks. And I'm telling you what, I have not been disappointed. And if you are disappointed, guess what? What? Another amazing thing. Stop. You can send it back. <laughs> They're so confident in the quality of their wine. They even have a 100% satisfaction guarantee. That means if you're not feeling a particular bottle of wine, First Leaf will cover it. Okay. Wow. Does it sound too good to be true? It's not. It's It's really not. Go sign up with our link and you'll get six bottles of wine for $29.95 plus free shipping for a year. Just Mm. go to tryfirstleaf.com slash sip. And if you rate all six bottles of wine from your first box, you get 10 bucks off your second box. Whoa. That's new. Check out this exclusive offer only at tryfirstleaf.com slash sip. So in this episode, we're bringing you guys breastfeeding and bottle feeding Tips, tricks, discussion. This is the love your boobs, love your milk, love your babes, love is, your everything we're edition. We're calling this a labor of love, love because there labor, it is. labor of love, boobs and milk edition. I guess I don't know mm-hmm. because breastfeeding is freaking hard. I feel like breastfeeding is pr- potentially 
harder than birth. It is. I mean, some people, some babies, I guess, get it. Some people have a really easy time with it. And I'm having a much easier time with Mac than I did with Rev. But it is still like it's around the clock. It's a full time job and it's constant practice. The lactation consultant that I talked to when I had Rev said it is breastfeeding is like you get hired for a brand new job. You have no idea what you're doing. And on that same day, they give you a trainee that you're supposed to train who also has no idea what they're doing. So, you you know, that's exactly like what it is. You're Mm -hmm. just kind of figuring it out together. But we are going to take you through some of our tips that we've learned and things that have helped make our journeys um, easier. And I have two different journeys because with Rev, I um, bottle fed and formula fed. And with Mac, we're trying breastfeeding. So here we go. Mm-hmm. Should we start with boobs or bottles? I guess it's boobs. all boobs. Yeah. But we'll start with breastfeeding. Something I would recommend to every single person who is pregnant and wants to try breastfeeding is before you bring your baby into this world, or even if you're struggling right now or whatever, just there's a class that really helped me a lot Hmm. called Milkology, M-I-L-K-O-L-O-G-Y. I took this when I was pregnant. I followed Mommy Labor Nurse, which is a great Mm -hmm. account to follow. And this is a class that she recommended. And it's not like – it's like any class you take online where the videos are like from the 90s or something sometimes. And you're like, okay, you know, this is – and it's kind of basic. And as I was taking the class, I remember thinking like I knew this stuff. It's like I I know this stuff. But Mm -hmm. I actually really didn't. I didn't know this stuff. And I realized – as I was breastfeeding, how much this class helped me. Like Mm -hmm. I did recall and rely on a lot of the information that I learned. And so I'm not going to talk about everything I learned in that class, but I think educating yourself about breast milk, about what is going to happen to your body, about how the supply and demand side works is really important. And it will help give you some confidence because you don't get taught this stuff Mm -hmm. in the hospital or when you get home. The information is not going to just come to you. You have to seek it out. And instead of talking to other people, I because it is cool to have resources and friends, but a lot of people offer a lot of information and Mm -hmm. it's good to just be able to go in and learn and absorb the information on your own. I will talk about like one of the biggest takeaways that I got from the class, which was the importance when you come home from the hospital of allowing you and your baby to get into a natural routine. When your milk comes in, like in the hospital, you'll produce colostrum, which I didn't even know, like unless I took this class. And also in the hospital, pack some nipple pads because I did not know those existed. And I was just like leaking through my nursing bras and my clothes. But what will happen is your milk will come in and you'll be very full of milk and like I remember getting out of the shower sometimes and my milk would be like spraying out. Wow. It was like wild. Yeah. But what will happen naturally is your baby will demand however much milk from you and your your milk will settle in to the exactly the amount that your baby needs. So you yes. don't have to worry about like emptying or pumping or stressing out if they're t- feeling full or whatever because all that will naturally get into a groove over a couple of weeks. 
And you really don't want to like, quote unquote, empty your boobs outside of what your babies is really good at extract. They are the best at extracting milk. And if you do more than what your baby is demanding, your body is going to think you have a twin and your Mm -hmm. body will start overproducing. And that's not what you want. Fun fact, uh, morning milk, when babies first wake up, if you are wondering why your milk looks different throughout the day, in the morning, you produce more like hind milk rind milk, something, whatever. I don't, I'm not going to get technical, but like the purpose of that morning milk is to get the babies full quicker. It comes out faster. And then in the evening, Mm. your body produces more fatty milk, like to get them through the night and fuller longer. So you'll notice your milk change color throughout the day. If you have milk in the fridge, you'll see like the fat on the top, which I just thought was interesting. Our bodies are miraculous. Your body Mm. will know what to do, Um, but take a class and that will help you understand all this stuff happening to your body. In terms of like just emotional support, another account to follow, Legendary Milk on Instagram was really helpful to me. And then involving Chris was really helpful because in the beginning, your baby doesn't – you guys are all trying to figure it out like Ashley said earlier. And for us, what would help is Ben would sometimes like lay down and or go to breastfeed and get frustrated or something else might be going on and he would just start crying or screaming or whatever and resets would really help and so chris picking Mm. ben up did you guys make that up or did someone teach you that because i thought it was really smart but i hadn't heard that before we just kind of made it up like a reset i was like explain yeah explain what that means like chris or ben would just get like kind of unfocused because he would be upset for whatever reason in the beginning at the boob, and when you're trying yes, to at mm-hmm. the boob and I would get upset and it was like it, we would just reset it where Chris would take Ben he would go on a walk he would just like around the house like you know burp him just kind of rub his back and I would also reset myself because breaths, you put yeah. a lot of pressure on yourself and then we would try again and we would do as many resets as we needed to for Ben to be in a calm state for me to be in a calm state and that was really critical in the first couple of weeks. And then once Ben really, and there were still times throughout like the first three months where we might have to do a reset, Mm -hmm. but they became further and fewer in between as Ben figured it out. And um, we got into a good groove. Chris would also do burping and diaper changes. So I wasn't, you know, trying to do all of that because it is a lot of demand on you. And I found that when Chris would pick Ben up and do the the burping, I could like put on my nipple cream or just like take a minute and just sit and not have to do all of it. And you shouldn't be doing all of it. And it does get easier. I will say after the first couple of weeks, you guys will figure it out. Things like typically do speed up. For me, I never got good at breastfeeding in public. A lot of people were like, it's fine. Just show your boot. Like, it's no Mm. big deal. People need to learn. And it wasn't really that I disagreed with that. It's just for me, I got uncomfortable. And so, and I'll talk more about this in the bottle feeding section too, but buying multiples of things. So I would have a nursing pillow at home and I would also have a nursing pillow in the car. And we just... For me and Ben, we liked using nursing pillows. It's something that the baby can lay on. That position worked well for us. I used the uh, My Breast Friend, which I liked better the first three months. And then I liked the Boppy better after that for whatever reason, just as their bodies change, the positioning. But I also had one for the car. And so um, I would go out to the car. It was quieter. Ben and I could focus and I would nurse him in the car. And it wasn't about the public. It just was about my comfort and being able to have my boobs out and like not 
try and cover up because I think the cover ups can be stressful. They were stressful for me trying to deal with like a hooter hider and I didn't want to deal with any of that stuff. Like whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, Patience is key. Just be patient with your baby. Be patient with yourself. Just a couple of quick products. I already talked about the breastfeeding pillows. If you're stocking up on things, you're going to need nipple pads like Lazano. They're just like, or they also have reusable ones that I tried. I can't remember the name of them. Whatever. They can buy reusable washable ones. The Haka. So if you are needing or thinking that you need to have some sort of storage and you're trying to save up milk, whether you have a job where you're going to go back to and you need milk on demand, don't stress yourself out too much about that. I stressed a lot about building up a supply. I put a lot of pressure on myself thinking I needed to pump and all these things. I went in to see a lactation consultant about that. And she said, you know what? Like, leave your pump alone right now. Like, you and your baby are still establishing your routine. But buy a Haka, H-A-A-K-A. It's like 12, 15 bucks or something on Amazon. And um, in the morning when your milk is the fullest, as your baby is nursing on one side, you can stick the Haka on the other side and it will catch your letdown. So I would catch like anywhere from two to four ounces of just milk from my letdown every morning. I would put those into breast milk storage bags and then throughout the week. So I would like save one every day. That adds up when you're on Mm -hmm. maternity. That really adds up. I got like a really nice supply and then I stressed out about everything, even like a storage system. What I would do is after like two, three days of collecting milk in the fridge, I would put it into a Ziploc bag, a gallon size Ziploc bag. I would label the Ziploc bag for whatever week that milk was from. And then that way in my deep freezer, I'm storing weekly gallon size Ziploc bags instead of like like a little individual bags, which are impossible because they just kind of go everywhere. You can Google breast milk storage system and there's a lot of different methods, but that one was just easy for me, just having the, the week of milk collection in a gallon Ziploc bag, but no need to pump like crazy. Nursing bra, I love the cake nursing bras just for sleeping and comfort. I also currently am using a third love nursing bra. We have a code for you guys coming up on that, but that one I like because it's, I was telling Ashley before we started the podcast, the third love one has a little bit more support and it's not, it. Anyway, it's it's good for like if you're going out into the world, need to wear work clothes, <laughs> like you're not going to be nipping out. A lot of the nursing bras are just very basic, like sports bra So that's my breastfeeding tips, trip, ticks, trips. Whoa. You know. Yeah. You know what I mean. It. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thanks. Okay. Thank as per usual, call came with a whole syllabus and I could see her face. She's reading off of it as she's going. <laughs> I'm going to fly by the seat of my pants a little more. I took some bullet notes in my phone. Great. But I do think that class sounds great. I think it's all about education. I think there is it breastfeeding can be a very stressful process and the more empowered you feel the better. So and and also people say different things. So like kind of depending on what nurse was helping me at the hospital would I would hear a little bit different thing. Like one nurse was like, "Yeah, when he's on, you know, compress your boob." And then another right. nurse I started compressing and she was like, "Oh, don't do that. It's going to mess up his latch." And so I think the best way to get advice is a lactation consultant. So do that. But then I also have two other resources. So someone pointed me to a guy, have you heard of Dr. Jack Newman? No. So he's like a breastfeeding guru, apparently. He is like 
and I bought his book. I, he's fanatical about breastfeeding. So he also makes Mm. you feel guilty. Like, reading his book like he does not believe in a lot like he doesn't believe fed is best he believes breast is best so there's a lot of things that I could I'm you know obviously I didn't do that with Rev so and he was just like a little aggressive but you don't think you necessarily need to buy his book but there is if you look up like Jack Newman breastfeeding technique or something on YouTube there's a 30 minute video that basically explains everything that you need it talks about how to get an appropriate latch the best way to do it why it's important what you should do while you're breastfeeding and so cuz the latch really is kind of the the most important thing at first and that's what's so hard in the beginning that's why breastfeeding i feel like is so hard and then there's other challenges that come once you get the latch figured out But lactation consultant will also help you with that, how to, you know, where your baby should be positioned, the different kinds of holds that you can do, how you should squeeze your breast. And I do breast compression still. So breastfeeding is kind of a lot right now because I'm still a two-handed breastfeeder. One is behind his head and one is compressing my boob. So hopefully I will grow out of that. And and as his mouth gets stronger, I won't have to do compressions as much or I won't need to hold his head on there. But right now I'm sitting there a lot of times without the use of either of my hands. Do you use a pillow? I do. I have my breast friend, but I feel like I think that it might be about the way that like I think I might be moving my boob to his mouth when you want your boob to stay where it is and he moved him to. Yeah. Sometimes I would also roll up like a burp cloth and I would just wedge it under his head. That's smart. Yeah. And then I – because I also had to compress. Yeah. So like he would be on the – my breast friend, but I would put a wedge under his head that mimicked my hand. Smart. And then I'm compressing and I have a hand You have one hand for – okay. That – I'm going to try that then. Yeah. That's great. Mm -hmm. But Dr. Jack Newman will walk you through good steps on latching and stuff. So that's great. Another – a great resource that I just started listening to and I am obsessed with. I listened to four episodes yesterday is a podcast and the podcast is called Badass Breastfeeding Podcast. And it is great. They talk about yesterday. I listened to myths. I talk about why baby or I listened to why babies won't latch. Listen to what to do if you have a gassy baby. So they cover everything. There are so many myths that really helped me feel empowered that they debunked yesterday. So one of the things is like, you know, my baby's not getting enough milk because they're fussy. Um, and they're like, no, babies are fussy. You know, my, I need to pump is another thing. Like, no, they're like, no, your baby will do the supply and demand. If you don't need to create a supply, like a backup supply, if you're not going to work or you don't have a vacation or something where you're going to be away from your baby and they're going to need milk outside of from coming from your boob, they're like, you don't even need a pump. Like you can just breastfeed. But they talked about, you know, and also I was thinking like, maybe my milk isn't coming anymore because my breasts don't feel as full. And they're like, your breasts won't feel as full. They shouldn't feel engorged. Like they should eventually things will level out where in the beginning, you know, when your milk comes in, you will feel fullness a lot. And then the baby will drain Mm -hmm. your boob. And eventually you'll get to the point where your body and baby have figured out the supply and demand perfectly and you won't ever feel engorged. You won't have an oversupply Um, unless you're, you know, you go, they go like a very long stretch in the night or something um, unexpectedly. But anyway, that podcast has been amazing. So I would say use your resources. 
And yeah. also I just think one of the things that has been so different this time than with Rev is the people that I had exposure to made me feel like I wasn't failing, like I wasn't doing anything wrong. So if your baby comes early, it is harder for them to latch. If you have a C-section, it is harder for them to latch, but it's not impossible. And, you know, Matt came four weeks early. And so they were like, I would give it a month before you feel like feel like he's going to really get this. And when he would latch, they'd be like, oh my gosh, this is great for a 36 weeker. So mm. that they didn't tell me that with Rev. I just assumed yeah. I was failing, but they did not prepare me that like, no, if they're earlier, it's harder for them. They don't have that mm. strength and they don't, you know, know anything. There's still so much developing that needs to happen. And so they were just like, don't give up. And I've read so many other journeys since that moms that will, they had preemies, you know, babies that were exclusively bottle fed for the first six weeks of their life or something because they came at 30 weeks or 20 some weeks. And um, one I just read the other day where she presented her boob every single day for three months because she was so, you know, so she was pumping and the baby would never take it. And then one day the baby took it. And now mm. they're 18 months into their journey or something like that because it was a preemie baby. So if you, if you are motivated to breastfeed, don't give up. It is very frustrating. I love the reset technique that Colleen just told you because they also, a babies really rely on the mom's energy. So they say, you know, do a lot of skin to skin at first. If you're, if you're struggling to breastfeed, take your shirt off, take babies and do skin to skin and then try breastfeeding again. But they can feel if you're stressed out or tense. So I love mm -hmm. the idea of having the dad or someone take do a little reset. You catch your breath. Cause I would also get sweaty and then it would be hard yeah. for me to like grip my boobs and I would get so frustrated. And so I think that's really great. Patience is key. Having a patience for their latch. Like they've got to be able to open their mouth wide enough to get enough of the boob in. I've also heard breastfeeding is painful which is apparently not true. Breastfeeding, if you have an appropriate latch, the right latch should not be painful. Now you might get tender nipples, but you shouldn't have, like the girl that had stitches on her nipples, that is a hundred percent due to a poor latch. So mm -hmm. you can fix that. If you start getting cracks or, you know, if it's really painful, call a lactation consultant, it, wherever you delivered, I could call and talk to them for free. So you don't even, if I think if you see them, Physically, there's a charge, but you can call and speak to someone for free. They also usually most hospitals, I think, have classes that you can go to, like um, where it's free drop in like on Tuesday afternoons, you can come and there's other moms there that are on the same journey. So I think just feel empowered and feel like, you know, you can do this. It's really hard, but if you're motivated to do it, you can figure it out. You and your baby will get it and it just is going to take time. But eventually I've heard when it is a struggle, 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 it's like a switch for them that one day mm. they're like, Oh, okay. This is what happens now. So there are, I think my breast friend is the pillow that I like. I was also going to say the Hawka and then LV. So if you are going to get a pump, Colleen has talked about this before the LV pump. The first time when I had Rev, I had a Medalla, Mandela, whatever. It's like the Medalla, hospital yeah. grade pump, mm -hmm. which is a great pump. It's like a thousand dollars or something. And I just rented it from the hospital, but it has cords. So you're sitting there attached to something. And that made me very depressed. I hated feeling like I couldn't do anything. The LV is a wireless pump. So you put one on each boob, you can walk around, do, you can basically do everything except bend over. Mm -hmm. And if you bend over, I think it just maybe pauses it or something like nothing terrible happens, but you, yeah. So you can do whatever. I mean, call has you know, you pumped on an airplane. You've talked about pumped on yeah. an airplane next to something. And it's so get the LV. Um, it's $500. It's a, it's a, if you worth know, it's a healthcare cost. Yeah. It's worth it yeah. for sure. 
But I also would like to say that if breastfeeding is not for you, it, the most important thing for me is having a healthy mom, a happy mom. So if you are unhappy, if you hate breastfeeding, if you feel stressed out, if you are resenting your baby, if you're not enjoying it, the newborn phase is such a special time. And with Rev, I was not enjoying. I I wanted to breastfeed, but I didn't like all the other things that went with it. And it was really hard for us. And I look back now and I, I do regret like not trying harder. But in that time, I it was I was had to sacrifice my mental health then for it. And that was not something I was willing to do. So we moved to formula. Rev is thriving. She's happy. She's healthy. She's great. Um, there totally. are people walking around around you. I mean, there could be CEOs of companies that were formula fed, right? Like it, it, it fed is best. So don't have guilt, um, around if you decide to be a formula family. It, there is nothing wrong with that. Now, if you are a formula family, I will say the best thing, it's like a hundred dollars, but the baby Brezza, it's basically a Keurig Ooh, for, that. yeah, it's a Keurig for formula. So you put your bottle in, you put the formula in and there's a water heater tank and you can push how many ounces you want. And then wow. it just pours. It's the exact right temperature and you can feed it right away. That's so amazing. there's no screaming baby in the middle of the night. And it's a, it is amazing. So we use that with um, Rev the whole time. And then we are doing a little bit of formula, formula and breast milk mixed before bed or one bottle in the middle of the night so John can help me so I can get some sleep. So we're using it with Mac as well. Okay. I, I ordered all my, um, nursing bras. I got a couple from target. I ordered a bunch on Amazon. Just go look at the reviews. I'm not, I'm going to order a third love nursing one, but I don't have any brands that I'm loyal to, but I think nursing bras are huge. I, you know, you want button up clothes, things that are easy access for your boobs. So I have bought, I just live in button up pajamas at this point and it's great. They're comfortable I will say the stars above brand from target hands down the best. I have eight pairs, I think, and they're super cute, super soft. Great. And I think that's it. I think the biggest thing I want you guys to take away from this is you got to find the journey that's right for you and don't feel guilty about what you decide is right. And that if you are motivated to breastfeed, don't give up. And that was advice someone also gave me was like, don't give up in the middle of the night when things are hard, yeah. when you're exhausted. There, I've already thought about it because I'm so tired sometimes with Mac. And we are on a good breastfeeding journey where I'm like, I just don't know if I want to breastfeed anymore because I'm so tired. And then I think, no, you can't give up in the middle of the night because you're tired. So then I get up and I feed him and, and, you know, I'm glad that I did. But if you're really motivated to do it, be, be prepared to be patient and that it might take some work, but it's possible for you. And listen to that podcast because they are yeah. very empowering. It's a really great podcast. I have a couple more things on bottles and pumping just quickly. Okay. If you don't have the LV or can't get the LV, and you have a traditional pump. Something that can make things a little easier is kindy bags. K-I-N-D-E-E. I talked about them on podcasts, but they're bags that you can attach to the pump so you're not having to, if you're storing milk, you're not having to do the pours twice. So you just freeze the kindy bags and then when you're ready to dethaw them, there's kindy nipples that attach right to the bag. So it saves you multiple steps and they're pretty slick. You need a hands-free pumping bra. You can just put that into mm-hmm. Amazon and you'll find something. My last two things 
just buy more of everything. If you're doing right now, I'm exclusively pumping and bottle feeding. And so there's a lot of just washing that needs to happen all the time. And we would like run out of bottles or whatever. And it's like, oh, we got to wash all these. And I just like, why is this? Why are we doing this madness? Like more, just buy more so that you have more in rotation. So you're not having to depend on washing things all the time. So I bought more pump parts, more bottles just to make my life easier. And that was helpful. Are you going to talk about, do you have a favorite bottle brand that you guys like? I didn't try many other, we bought uh, Como Tomos to start with and we stuck with them and they're great. So I I don't have anything to compare them to. We used Dr. Brown's bottles with Rev, but I, with this one, with Mac, we've been using Como Tomos and I really like Como Tomos and they are supposed to be, you can get them on Amazon or Bye Bye Baby or whatever. They're supposed to be the closest to the breast, like feeling Mm. the nipple shape and texture and stuff or whatever is supposed to be the closest. And we have tried a few different nipples with Mac and the Como Tomo slow feed, like zero to three month one has been the best feed for him because those nipples are very fast. They're much faster flow than the actual boob because they have to suck from your boob versus in a bottle. It just kind of drips out. But the Como Tomos has been great for him. So, but we did, we did like the Dr. Brown's as well. Yeah. And the last thing I'll say, just like a takeaway, if you are in an office environment or go back to work and you're around colleagues or whatever, don't be embarrassed to like take a mom break and don't let work stop you if you want to continue producing milk. This is, it can be awkward. And like for, and I, just my personality, it felt awkward at first, but you have to like know that we have to train men and we have to train society. Like they need to understand where they came from. (laughs) Like women are amazing and it's amazing what you're doing. And you don't have to be nervous or shy. Like if you need to pump, you need to pump and don't like skip pumping sessions or let your milk supply drop just because of work people. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, be upfront about it. Yeah. Ashley was talking about, I traveled on the plane and there was a guy next to me and I poured my milk like into the, anyway, I did all of that. And he was next to me and he was like, kind of giving me a look and I'm like, whatever, dude, like this yeah. is how you like became where you're at now. So yeah. chill out. Mm-hmm. Anyway, do you have anything else? No, I don't think so. Okay. I feel like that. Yeah, that's good. Well, we talked about them in this segment. Uh, Third love, you guys. Now let's talk about how you can get your hands on your favorite new bra. Third love does bras differently. They believe that every woman deserves to feel comfortable and confident every day with the right kind of support. They're going to help us do this. Okay. You go on to Third Love. They have a Fit Finder quiz. It's super fast. Over 15 million women have taken the quiz to date. They're going to ask you about your breast shape, other kind of bras that you've tried, and they help you identify the style that's going to fit your body. Every customer has 60 days to wear it, wash it, put it to the test. If you don't love it, just return it. It's cool. They're going to wash it and donate it to a woman in need. Mm. I think that's so awesome. Returns and exchanges are free and easy. You guys, I have tried their underwire or no under, what is wireless? Wireless. (laughs) Uh Wireless bra. I'm now using their nursing bra. I love it for work. It is so comfortable. Hands down, you guys, the most comfortable bras that I've 
owned, and they're all about giving back. Third Love donates all of their gently used returned bras to women in need, supporting charities in their local San Francisco Bay Area and across the United States, you guys. Ash, tell them how they get it. Well, they know there's a perfect bra for everyone. So right now they're offering our listeners 15% off of your first order by going to thirdlove.com slash sip to find your perfect fitting bra and getting 15% off your first purchase. That's thirdlove.com slash sip for 15% off today. Okay. Okay. Hot we're going to do a little hot well, topic. but round. it's like Okay. Yeah, I was going to say it's like um, probably one main hot, hot topic, but then maybe a couple other things you have. Oscars. Oscars. Did you watch them? I did, and I was bored to tears. I thought it was yeah. a very lackluster Oscar show this year. It was not. Mm-hmm. There weren't any – there were a couple speeches that I was like, oh, that, that was good. Not not a ton that I loved. Um, none of the inter- – but you said it on our stories – the people that won were the presenters. I mean, yeah, and, and really the the people that won of all, they got the gold medal was Kristen Wiig and was it Maya Maya yeah. Rudolph, Rudolph? Is that her name? Oh yeah, they need so to good. host. Yeah, they need to host something. That was hysterical. They're amazing. So good. That was the highlight of the show for me. I'm cheering for Brad Pitt, so I liked that he won. I like you know his speech or whatever. Joaquin Phoenix is weird. You had some stuff to say about, you said, I've got so much to talk about, about Renee and Joaquin's speech. So what's on your mind? And what did you think of all the things? Overall, agree. Presenters won the night. I have to know what you think about Eminem showing up. Well, I didn't understand it because I was like, first of all, what is it? It's been 19 years. It's not even an anniversary of that song. It's a 19 year. It's not like... You know, us big, whatever. And also, I felt like, yeah, he was lip syncing. There were times where he he just was off of his game. Yeah. His pants were way too low. Did you notice that? I was like, how are are that happening? And I also thought it was hysterical that they were panning to people in the audience. And until the end... But, well, some people were going hard and some people were like, what the fuck is this? I'm not interested. You know, it was just like, I was like, maybe don't put that person's face on TV because they don't look like they give a shit about this performance right now. It was such a good representation of America, though. Oh, my gosh. I mean, half of the Internet was like, yes, this is the best thing to happen to the Oscars. And then the other half was like, this is so random. I fell into the this is so random category. I felt like it was very obvious when his track started and it was just very loud and weird to me that he even had a track because I think if you're not dancing, you should be doing most of it live. Yeah. And I then after the Oscars went on to Twitter and I guess he made a statement about that performance. And when that song won an Oscar, however many years ago, 20 or something, he didn't show up to the Oscars. Oh. And he, the songs about if you only get one chance and he's like, I missed my one shot. So being invited back, I'm not going to miss my second. Uh-huh. And I thought that was kind of cool, actually. Mm-hmm. So then I warmed up to it a little bit. But overall, I thought it was very random. And you're at this like high class event, red carpet, yeah. black tie. And it was like, 
you know, supposed to be regal. And then Eminem shows up and like half of the audience is like trying to show how hard they go or something. I'm like, this is just weird. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I'm a big Eminem fan and I'm a big fan of that song, but it did feel like one of these things is not like the other, like the whole other four hours of the show, that thing did not go with the the theme or the vibe. It wasn't like an edgy show. It was like a very sleepy, boring show. And then they bring out Eminem. I don't know. Yeah. So I'm a fan of him. I thought it was not his best performance, but I still sang the whole thing, you know? Yeah. So Joaquin, okay. I have thought about his speech like a lot since the Oscars. Okay. And I actually went back and listened to it again. Okay. Because he gets up there and he's clearly like a different type of person, right? And... I was like so quick to be like, he's a wackadoodle at the Golden Globe, like whatever. I just am like, this guy's off his rocker. And I like just sort of pegged him like that. And then I was listening to the words that he was saying. And if you are one of the angry beef people, just skip this, please. And like, don't come at me because he was talking about like, so there's so many problems in the world. And he was saying one of the common denominators of all these problems is our entitlement to just everything on this planet, like that we operate as if we're the only ones who matter and we don't think about how we're impacting the world. And maybe if everybody thought about how they're impacting the world, we would be kinder to one another. We would be more aware of our impact on things like racism and sexism and everything. And then he talked about something as simple as pouring a cup of coffee in the morning using like dairy creamer. Mm -hmm. And we take babies from cows, right? And then use the milk that should be for those babies to enjoy our cup of coffee. Mm -hmm. I have thought about that so much because I thought, oh my God, what if my life was a cow? And what if my whole life was being impregnated, having people take my babies away from me, yeah. And just being used like what if my whole life what if I just was a human and that was my life yeah. where I was having babies and they were being taken from me heartbreak over and over and over and over again because animals are capable of complex emotions and then I was just literally used for the milk that should go to my babies and I cried over it. Mm. I cried over it and I don't and this isn't like I'm compassionate but I don't I'm not like this compassionate, you know? Because I get that the world is the way it is. I get that there's like very good farmers. I eat meat and I eat dairy. Like this is coming from someone who like loves food. And I cried Mm -hmm. and it's just sat with me. And I've just been thinking about like, can I be more thoughtful? And that shouldn't have been my main takeaway because the themes were much bigger than my coffee, right? Is like people and like climate change. And there were big, that can't be my only takeaway. But I admired his speech and I admired he went all the way there and I listened to it because I was also like uncertain of what he was going to say next. It, he mm-hmm. pulled me in. And I just thought, you know, maybe it starts with being more compassionate to Joaquin. You yeah. know? So my issue with this speech, like as he was going in, I was like, this is great. He's very intelligent. How is he just going off script? Because it didn't seem like it was something he rehearsed as much as he just really felt passionate about it to me. Yeah. But my issue was like, it felt like he was talking on these big concepts, like you said, you know, global warming and racism and all these things. And then he too much niched it. Like then his hitting at home point was the veganism. And I was like, 
I don't, I, that's where he lost me. I, I wish he would have, it felt like his main point was be a vegan, but then he threw all these other things in. And so that's where I was like, either be all about the vegan thing or you're driving the point home, like touch on the veganism and the coffee thing, but uh, you know, the milk and the coffee, but also then include the other points about race. How can we be better humans overall? Not just stop eating animal products. That's, that's where I, I felt like he lost me because it felt like he was giving us all these lessons, but then the only takeaway was be a vegan is what I, what I, how he framed that up um, for me. So it was just confusing to me. I felt like that should have been one of his bullet points because he did cover a lot of things, but then felt the most passionate. And here's, and he was like, here's how you can change and be a better human. Go vegan. And I either thought he should be all in on the vegan thing. Like that's what his speech should have been about and not include the racism and climate change and stuff or give us other main overarching, Mm. like here's how to be a better human than just that's fair my main takeaway was that not like the world is not just ours for the taking and to realize and that should have been the main takeaway but then he got so niche at the end of his speech by really going into the details of the what we do to cows in that industry and dairy and all you know all of that that I felt like that was that ended up not being my main takeaway Mm. my main takeaway was the vegan thing but it should have been that his whole fur. It was like his speech was split 50 50. And it was like, for me, it was like this buildup of be a better human. What you do impacts other people. You're not alone. That's first 50%. And then the second 50% was be a, become a vegan because we're being terrible humans to animals. And then he gave us like, here's your takeaway. Here's right. your, what, to, here's how to execute on that. But there was no, here's how to execute on the first 50% on how to mm. stop being racist. And, you know, like what other things can you do to affect climate change or whatever? I don't know. That's, that's, it just felt like there was no bow tied on the first 50% of his speech. I don't know. I don't know how to explain it, but no, you did. Anyway, you explained it. I get okay. it. That's fair. Yeah. And it was that. And I think that we, your how it left you feeling it was like the exact opposite for me like that specific example I was like I don't even realize all the ways that I am just acting like I am the world is mine and everybody's operating this way and we're creating a lot of damage so if you're a farmer I love you Mm -hmm. if you're in the meat industry that's fine I just made me reflect on reducing yes and I mean it's even things like I think it's important that, to think about that. Like, where does the milk come from, you know, mm-hmm. that I'm putting in my coffee and just little things like that. But also like every time I I know a lot of people who, you know, they don't serve a lot of places now don't serve drinks with straws. You have to ask for them. And I'm with people and I'll go out and they'll get a straw and they'll request a straw. Like I have to have this drink with a straw. So I drink it with a straw, but then they don't they get every time they order a new drink, they get another straw. And mm-hmm. I think, you know, it's those little things too, where yeah. do you really need that straw or is it just convenient for you? And are you thinking about how that straw isn't that straw is like the equivalent of putting that milk in your coffee, right? Like there are repercussions to every single little and big decision. And yeah. we should start carrying around metal straws or if you're going to need a straw, reuse your straw. If you're going to order multiple cocktails, keep your straw. And it's so small, but I think we said it on here before where I saw this meme that was like, but it's only one straw 
you know, how big of a deal can that be? And then it's like dot, dot, dot says 7 billion people. And Mm -hmm. it is a big deal. Like 7 7 billion people are making that decision. 7 billion people are putting that milk in their coffee or whatever. Like it doesn't seem significant, but when 7 billion people collectively say that, it is significant. It's making a big difference on our environment and our world. Yeah. Have you seen... I put Jessica Simpson on here. We'll talk about her next oh, time. Yes. Okay. But I did get her book on Audible because I did actually. I. Did you? I have not started, started it yet, but I'm okay. excited. Have you started? I mean, me too. No, no, no. Okay, but yes, I'm we'll excited. talk about her next week. Yeah. Yeah. She's in the press a lot right now. She looks also, phenom. Phenom. Yeah. Phenom. She's yeah. so gorgeous. She's just she, gorgeous. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's just naturally gorgeous. She's fierce. Yep. Have you seen the video going viral about American Airlines? And the woman who reclined her seat and the guy behind her punching the seat. Have you seen that? Yes. The internet is divided on this. A lot of people feel like he was in the right. He was sitting in. So what happened was there was uh, two people on a plane. Well, the plane was full, more than two people. But it was a video of two people on a plane. There was a guy who was in the very last seat. So he could not recline. A woman in front of him who was taking the video, she reclined her seat. When she reclined her seat, she apparently spilled his drink. That was not shown. But he was trying to get her to not recline her seat. He was clearly very upset. He was like kind of punching, like just like hitting her seat continuously, making comments like, oh, this flight is very turbulent. She recorded this video. I guess was told to delete the video. The flight attendant was like saying that she could get sued or there could be legal action taken if she was recording. She since has uploaded the video to the internet. A lot of people think that he was in the right, that she should not have been reclining her seat. A lot of people feel like this guy's an asshole. What was your take on it? I don't understand people that think he's in the right. Thank you. He's okay. So you're in the back of the plane. Sorry, buddy. We've all sat in the back of the plane at some point. That's just, you got the short end of the stick there, but seats recline for a reason. Just because you can't recline doesn't mean she shouldn't be able to. I do think when you recline, I, I try to go slow and I try to like look and, you know, see, I don't like jerk it back, especially if you're in a coach seat and it's really tight, then you can spill the drink. But that guy seems like a total asshole and sorry that you can't recline. But I mean, there's people also, you know, the, the seats in front of the exit row. Yeah. Exit row has all the room and the seats in front can't recline. Okay. Well cry about it. I mean, you're not living your, you're not moving into the plane forever. You're just on a freaking flight for a couple hours. Like, I don't understand who the hell thinks that guy's on the right. That's completely an asshole thing. That's so weird. Delta there. Someone came out and said, if the someone declines, don't recline like that passenger should talk about it. And then, and it's like, no, this actually is a, a plane design problem. Delta. Like the, I will agree that the reclining thing sort of sucks. Like that there's just, but also there's not enough room on plane. Like that's just how it is. Yeah. But that guy was completely out of line. Oh my God. What a jerk. I would be so disappointed if I was his mom or wife or person who I would just, what a total jerk. Speaking of entitlement and operating in this world, just thinking it should revolve around you. I am a non-recliner. I don't recline my seat on a plane unless the person in front of me reclines and and takes up that. Then I recline because I get claustrophobic. But 
Yeah. Okay. I remember one time I was little and we were flying with my dad. I don't know how old, I mean, probably single digit ages. I was flying with my dad. My dad reclined and the guy behind him yelled at him and got really mad. And I remember feeling scared about that. And my dad was like, oh, sorry, man. You know, I think he kept his seat reclined. I don't know. But the guy was all, and it's like, yeah, you know who you should take that up with? The people that are designing the plane because it's an option. (laughs) Like it's, that's so bizarre to me that people would lose their shit over that. It's annoying. I don't like when people recline into my lap either in my space, but I don't get mad at the person. I mean, initially you're like, that's annoying. I wish you weren't reclining, but they have the option to recline. So yeah, I don't, I don't understand. That That seems like crazy. And the guy, what a jerk, man. He stinks. Yeah. He stinks. He stinks. (laughs) (laughs) You know what he could have used? He stinks. To I'm smell a little. A, I know. Here I am. I'm doing that. I had to cough. Dunking season. Dunk it. He stinks in his personality, but he probably also stinks everywhere else. So yeah. you know what he could use? One, what? a better personality. Two, yeah. some scent bird. He could scent use bird. a little scent bird to make himself smell better. And I bet if he smelled better, he'd feel better. He wouldn't be so angry. Yeah. And, and here's the other thing. You know, maybe he's also angry because he went to the perfume aisle and he doesn't even know where to start. He oh, can't yeah. try a whole bunch of them. No. He should have just been trying scent bird because have mm-hmm. you ever, you know, you've been using the same scent forever. You want to go get a new one. You go to the scent aisle. Your nose is overwhelmed. You feel like, well, maybe I like this one, but you have to buy this huge thing. I actually just did this the other day. I was looking for a new scent. I went and I bought a Burberry something. It was like a hundred dollars. I got home after my nose was relieved from the scent aisle that, you know, is overwhelming and attacking me. And I thought, (laughs) actually, this isn't going to work for me. And I returned it. Scentbird allows you to try out they have all kinds of designer scents tom ford gucci versace um, 600 they have more than 600 scents that you can try so you can find your signature scent and um i mean it really has made it so much easier for me to find a scent that i like you can choose a perfume that you want to try and they'll send you a 30-day supply so it's not a huge commitment And if you're not sure what scent you're looking for, you can sort your fragrance by brand, style, occasion, season, you know, whatever. And don't stop just at the scents. No. They've got products from all kinds of categories like skincare, wellness, makeup. They carry brands like Glam Glow, Tarte, Kopari, which Colleen has talked about before. Oh, yeah. So, man, guys. Not only do you need this, but if you see that, if you're sitting on a plane and some guy's being a jerk behind you, let him know about this. Let him know about Scentbird. I love, you know, when it comes in the mail, they're in these cute little like perfume containers. I just went, I was traveling this week for work. I loved having them with me. They're perfect. Easy to travel. travel. Oh, yeah. And then I also just felt special, you know, when I was on the road. It just made me kind of happy. Yeah. But I love mixing things up before I commit. So you guys, we've got an exclusive offer just for you. That's right. You You. can get 30, you can get 30% off your first month today. That's only $10 for your first fragrance. Go to scentbird.com slash sip. Use our promo code sip for 30% off your first month. Again, that's S-C-E-N-T bird.com slash sip to sign up and use our promo code sip to try your first perfume or cologne for just 10 bucks sign on smell amazing all right what do you say we rant and rave i got a rant for you ash do it 
All right. I'm back into traveling for work, you guys, quite a bit. And I'm staying in a hotel this week. And let me tell you what I hate Mm, about hotels. Uh So I go into the room, right? And I'm like, it's kind of dark in here. And there's no overhead lighting that's bright enough. And these are like your, these are not luxury hotels, you guys. These are your standard tried and true. I'm a Marriott gal, okay? But I've stayed in a lot of other brands. So this is like your traveling for work hotel. This is not your five-star situation. But you go in and I'm like, I should, how do I brighten it up in here? You know, I'm opening up the blinds, but it's dark outside, of course. There's no overhead lighting. I have to turn on 20 different lamps and figure out all those lamps, mm-hmm. the, the lamps by the bed, the lamp in the corner, the lamp on the desk, like just so many freaking individual lamps. Yeah. I don't understand. It's cold it's as hell. Oh, yeah. So I'm trying to figure out how the thermostat works, mm-hmm. right? Or and it's I'm hot as hell. It. It's like one or the other. It's never one perfect. One or the other. Yeah. Do I want fan low? Or fan high, doesn't matter. I'm right. just pressing all the buttons. Mm-hmm. I get it to the temperature I want, but then nothing happens. Why? No one knows. You're just like, yeah. whack, whack it till it works. Uh-huh. Or you think you're on some sort of situation. I go to take a shower. I can't move the adjust where oh. the nozzle is. The thing is spraying like hard spray. Yeah. But the old temperature was flipped around. So cold oh. is hot and hot is oh, cold. Oh, it was reverse. So you got to get in the shower to switch it, but yeah. it's freaking cold water blasting, yeah, blasting you away. Uh-huh. And the sometimes you've got it on the hot one, but you're like, and it's cold, but you're like, do I wait 20 minutes? Right. Maybe it just needs to, right. I know. Cause sometimes it does. It does. I can't tell you how yes. many minutes of my life I have wasted waiting for yes. a hotel water to heat up. And then you're yeah. like messing around with it. Like, okay, well maybe it's wrong. I'll switch it to the other way. Nope. Yeah. That's still staying cold. I'll still switch it cold. Back. You just never know. Yeah. I mean, it's a crap. You shoot. never, you never know. Right. I go to lay on the pillows, like go to, you know, rest my head. And I've talked about these pillow tacos before Taco pillow. Mm-hmm. in my settings. I say, I like firm pillows. There's yep. no such thing. Sure. Ma'am. We'll send you some firm pillows. They're never mm-hmm. firm. It's nope. pillow tacos, tacos. Every time your head sinks right to the bottom, no matter how many pillows yeah. you stack up. I'm nursing, pumping all the things. Their freezer fridge situation is a total joke. Like, have you ever tried to put anything in those little tiny freezer boxes? Ridiculous. They sell you ice cream in the lobby. Forget about it. You better eat that whole damn thing. It's not going in that thing. It's not going. It's going to be a melt melting pot. Yes. In that freezer. It will not work. I guarantee you. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to the hotel people saying, I need you to send this to a deep freezer. How will I get it back? I don't know. In the morning, my ice packs. It's just a mess. It's a total mess. It's ridiculous. Then I'm thinking, I got an early morning, so I better, maybe I'll like order some of the breakfast and put it on my door. Yeah. Oh, you want a little continental basket with orange juice and a croissant? That'll be $30. Yeah. Oh, you want the farmer's specialty with two eggs and a piece of toast? Yeah. Oh, that'll be $50. Yeah. Like, it's outrageous what they charge for breakfast. So this is not going to be totally the same, but I I sent some gifts. I had some girls that won, earned a trip. So I sent them um, each a little toast to their room. One girl, based on what they like, I sent a bottle of champagne and orange juice. To one yeah. girl, I sent um, two uh, or four little vodka bottles and orange juice to another girl, and then the other girl likes beer, so I sent her a five bucket of beer. Okay, this is what I send them. So it's, that's it, right? Yeah. It was four hundred dollars. 
four hundred dollars. They didn't tell me how much it was. All of a sudden, we just get a charge, and that's fine. Like a fine, you know, great. I'm going to celebrate them and send it. Yes, but John was like, "Hey, that was like three hundred and eighty-eighty-nine dollars or something," and I was like, "Uh, unreal." Okay, they got me. (laughs) Yeah, that's fine. All is fair. Okay, cheers. Yeah, yeah, man, it's wild. And then the the kicker is maybe at a nicer hotel, the pillows, whatever, will be better. The nicer hotel you go to, the less you get. The, uh-huh. They take away your Wi-Fi. They take away your breakfast. They will take, the more you pay, they take away. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> yeah. Got and right, I'm running Dr. for Seuss. president in 2020. <laughs> wow. That was That's good. That's my rant. That's a fair. That is Pen a fair drop. rant. And I think yeah. anyone can relate to that. Yeah. What's your rant? My rant is, you know, when you're, you're out and you're like, God damn it. This is so beautiful. Our planet is so beautiful. This sunset is so beautiful. This sunrise is so beautiful. This oh, yeah. ocean view, whatever. It's so If beautiful. only I could capture it. I'm going to, you know what? I'm going to pull out my phone. I'm going to take a picture of this. I'm going to show people how beautiful this is. Yeah. Because people need to see this. That's right. Pull it out. You bring up your phone and you say, what the fuck is this? Yeah. Your phone starts chuckling. It says, ha, 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 sucker. You're not going to be able to show how pretty this is to anyone because we're not going to capture it. Oh, we're going to yeah. make this look like a sewage plant. We are not showing the colors of the sunset. We're not showing the beautiful blue of the ocean. No, no, no. Well, you want to take a picture that. of the moon, you fool. You are an idiot. Yeah. I cannot. I mean, it's so many times I think, gosh, this is so pretty. I'm going to show, I'm going to put this on my stories. People have to see this. Our planet, our planet is insane. And then I pull it up and it's like my phone is punching me in the face. And it is. And I just think, well, okay, I guess this is just for my consumption only. Yeah. And then some people will post those photos. Right. They will take those and, photos and, they and say, they'll post them. This does not do it justice. And we say, well, well no obviously, because that wasn't, the, what have you, am I looking at right now? Why would you even pull out your phone, you ridiculous person? What, why would you take a picture of that? It's not even cool. Yeah. No. You know? Not even cool. This is why stupid. Would you what a waste try of my time. This? Why would yeah. you try to capture that? Yeah. So must have been pretty in person yeah you know? <laughs> yeah yeah let's hope because from the evidence that you've presented to me no not you're, memorable you're found guilty of being an idiot that's yes. exactly what you're found guilty of exactly. you know next time rethink your choices to take a picture of it and he and, I, yeah. and i'm judging him every time i'm thinking what a waste of your time fireworks fireworks on oh. your phone oh i think don't oh, even try great. these are great oh you get them on your camera <laughs> who gives a shit total done shit and then, Total you know, Fourth of July, you can always guarantee people are putting the whole freaking or concerts. That's the other thing. Oh, people yeah. think this show's amazing. I'm gonna take a picture of this. Beyonce's right there, and you take it. Thirty stories. Like, she's right there. And then you, <laughs> you pull out your phone. Right you try to post, yeah. and you're like, "Hey, that looks like she's pretty damn far away." Yeah, pretty well, far away. Yeah, you're like, I'm the music right there. doesn't I could sound see her sweat. And then no, the food that no. you're taking a picture of, it's not oh, as beautiful yeah. as you think. No, 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 no. It looks like no. vomit on a plate. Yep. Don't do it. Don't, do, Don't it. do it. I'm still going to try every time. And I'm <laughs> yeah. still oh, yeah. going to get punched in the face by my phone saying, oh, yeah. you freaking moron. Yeah. When are you going to A rainstorm it? video? Don't do it. Oh, yeah. Nope. Don't do it. Lightning? Thunder? No. Don't no. even think about it. Don't think no. about it. <laughs> Don't even think about it. Don't take the bait. Don't. You Don't know what? Don't take the bait. Let's banish pictures altogether. Oh, yeah. 
That's like what they're trying to do. It's like, you know, iPhone. Now they're saying all the ads are about how great their camera is. Oh, is it iPhone? <laughs> oh, is it? Should I invest in your freaking phone for the camera? Because just yesterday I tried to take a picture of the sunset and you know what it got? Nothing. 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 It just was air. It was just a yeah. picture of air. Blank air. No color. Might as well have been black and white. You know what I'm saying? Great. That's the Ash Call, Ash and Call ticket for 2020. <laughs> Vote for us, folks. All right, rave. Okay. Nothing is better than coming home to your kids. Like traveling for work is hard. And I've never been more grateful to come home to something than I am now. Oh getting God. off of the plane, getting in the car, oh, driving down the freeway. All that anticipation, and then it's worth it because yep. you come home, and they you the, the smell is like familiar and also new again because yeah. you'd been away, and Ben was in a fussy mood, and I made him happy. I talked yeah. about that over on Patreon, and it's like the best feeling in the world. It really is. Like it's I the feel best like, feeling in the world. I don't want to be an a hole because if you are not a mom yet, like what you feel is good. I felt like Absolutely. I had a lot of joy before I was a mom. Coming home to your own bed, that's amazing. That's amazing. But I will say there is nothing that even comes close to that homecoming with your kid. Yeah. It's, it's just, just the best. It is the best. It really is. That's my yeah. rave. That's it. Short and sweet. All right. My rave kind of short and sweet as well. I am four months postpartum. Or no, what? Four mm -hmm. weeks postpartum. Went to the doctor this week. I got cleared for, I talked about this on Patreon as well, but it is very exciting. I got cleared for light exercise and more than that, I can pick up Revy. So the second I got Aww. home, I was like, Rev, I can pick you up. And I picked her up and, Aww. uh, you know that, and she doesn't know how big of a celebration that is, but it, it feels good. Now I can get back to some sort of, you know, normalcy. I can pick up Rev, which feels great, but also I can, spend some time in exercise every day. And it's not about weight loss for me. It's not about like, no. I'm not, that's going to happen. Yeah. It's whatever. My body's going to do what my body's going to do. It is just about being able to control 30 minutes of a day when it you're feels in that. Good. Oh my gosh. It feels good to do something for you. Yeah. And then to just feel like, Hey, I remember, I remember the Ashley before this baby, you know, and uh, she'll be back. She's in there. Yeah. Right? Even if it's just for 30 minutes today. So I'm very excited about that. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. You guys, we oh, love you. We love you. Come join us on Patreon still. Always. We're still hoping to give away tickets to the Taylor Swift concert. Patreon.com slash you can sip with us. Yep. Subscribe. You still are not going to be charged for February, so you can subscribe right now. So when you sign up, you get you do get charged to sign that five bucks because we give you our whole catalog, but you yes. don't get you do not then get charged for February. Right? This week on Patreon, I talked about ha um, spending Valentine's with my ex. Yeah. There's a little Ooh, story that goes along story. with that. So you want to check oh, that yeah. out. We do our two sips over there a lot. We know you guys love that. So anyway, join us over there. If you hate it, then you can always cancel. But right now, yeah. it's a time, free time to check it out until March after. It's only $5 a month. It's not even a yep. latte at Starbucks. So anyway, do nope. that. Rate, review. Wait, we didn't do a review of the week this week. Well, you're right. Guys? So guys, leave us something leave to, us some to talk Five about star. next time. Five star, Five star Make us laugh. We demand it. If you don't, we're going to cancel this whole podcast. That's a right. threat. So we're either going to cancel a podcast if you don't leave us a good review or if we don't drink our <laughs> apple cider vinegar uh, yeah. hot water drink. 
You guys so, are on the hook. All, you okay? guys are on the hook. We gotta hold each other accountable for these things, and we believe in you. Yeah, we believe in you, and we love you. We love you. You can sip with us always, always. and we, we will see, see you, you next next Tuesday. Tuesday. Bye. Bye. What more you can sit with us? How about another round of your favorite podcast? We same, Sign me up. same, same, same. Join us for another round over on Patreon. That's where we give you the down and dirty. We get yeah. raw and real. We raw dog it over there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Every Friday, at least, we drop Friday episodes over on Patreon and additional content. It's all ad free. You can sign up. Go to Patreon. P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash you can sip with us or download the Patreon app and search. You can sip with us. Become a patron. Five bucks, guys. It's five bucks a month. I mean, just give up your latte one day. One day Mm -hmm. out of 30 days. Boom. Paid for. Yeah. Yeah. Totes. Kabotes. Do it. We'll see you over there. KCO. Every Friday, guys. Love you. Bye. You're our crew. Bye.